Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Radio studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. But congratulations today, the honorees, uh, including your wife, uh, who I understand uh, is a birthday today. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. When somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alan. Happy birthday to you. Well, so, well, uh, <laughs> I've, I've heard that 15 times today, and it still makes me laugh because uh, oh, I've boy. done that so many times. I don't know this person's. I'm not sure of the name. I better not bellow it out loud. Yeah, but Madison, if I'm at a mic, I don't want to say that. If it, no, and it's Marion. But that. if you've got the mic, unless you're a senile old man, you're going to realize, man, I don't know the name. I, I'll step away from the mic and like pretend to conduct. That's there's a dozen ways to cover it. <laughs> Happy Blowing. birthday, <laughs> Into the mic is not one of them. <laughs> I wow. don't know. I find that to be the funniest but least egregious old man moment that he's had. I mean, he's had some really consequential old man moments you know yeah. changing policy and that sort of thing that that's a big deal forgetting somebody's name for the happy birthday while well, hilarious well then yeah well you, okay you sound like a liberal to me <laughs> speaking of which 
Speaking of which, that was I was kidding to introduce the word liberal, which I will now echo. Uh, Matt Taibbi is unquestionably a liberal. He is a man of the left. He is a Hillary supporter. He wanted John Kerry, not George W. Bush. He is a big Barack Obama fan, etc. He's a Bernie guy. Matt Taibbi is a liberal. That's right. And a very smart guy, too. And a guy of, uh, of clear conscience. The whole Twitter files thing, you maybe have heard about. Some people have dug into it with more enthusiasm than others. But I think the great mistake that's being made by a lot of people is thinking this story is about Twitter. It's not. And the left is ignoring this story because as an organ of left politics, mostly, Twitter, in disgorging its documents, is showing a lot of us what has been happening for the last several years in terms of social media, media in general, and politics. And I'll explain what the hell I'm rambling about. Matt Taibbi's latest piece blew me away. Our topic here being how incredibly dishonest so many people are willing to be for political reasons. And he's talking about the Russiagate lies, as he calls them. And uh, part one, the fake tale of Russian bots and the hashtag release the memo hashtag. Mm. Don't know if you remember that. Remember this when he writes, Russian bots and trolls were blamed for virtually every major news organization, by virtually every news organization in the country, for amplifying the hashtag release the memo. The files contain a mass of emails from executives blowing up this ridiculous story once and for all. The hashtag release the memo scandal was one of the more shameful episodes in the recent history of our media, but taken seriously by all but one or two mainstream editors at the 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 time his point in the title of this article by the way is america needs truth and reconciliation on russia gate that the media will never heal unless they're honest about this stuff mm, boy so that in case you don't happen rem- by the way yeah you're right uh so the release the hashtag release the memo scandal one of the most shameful episodes etc all citing the same dubious source the hamilton 68 dashboard which was trumpeted by former FBI counterintelligence officials and current MSNBC contributor Clint Watts. All of these publications insisted Russians deployed Twitter bot armies to whip up cyber support for Republican Congressman Devin Nunez. Nunez had just released a classified memo alleging Democrats and the FBI used the infamous paid oppositional research dossier of ex-spy Christopher Steele to obtain secret FISA surveillance authority on Trump-connected figures like Carter Page, among other improprieties. A slightly less uh, convoluted sentence. Devin Nunez was saying the only reason the FISA court gave these warrants was because they trumped up the Steele dossier. And he released a memo saying this was outrageous. We now know, writes Taibbi, that Twitter internally found no evidence, as in zero, that Russians were anywhere near this story. There were no Russian bots promoting this. Now, let's do a little review of what was claimed. 
Uh, Trust and Safety Chief Yoel Roth said, I just reviewed the accounts that posted the first 50 tweets with hashtag release the memo. None of them showed any signs of affiliation to Russia. These hashtags are organic, said a second uh, uh, executive. A third said, I'm not seeing any relationship. This is a constant theme in the files. In addition to revelations about FBI censorship, shadow banning, Pentagon use of fake accounts, which is a thing, and suppression of true information about issues like COVID-19, the Twitter emails regularly expose the wide delta between what we were told about foreign threats and what a major platform seeing the raw data knew. Uh, Even within the heavily partisan culture at Twitter, the regular Russia, Russia, Russia claims by politicians and media in self-serving pursuit of headlines caused eyes to roll. Members, said one Twitter executive, look foolish if they cry Russia every time something happens on social media. Now, Taibi goes into details on how if you on the left are saying are tempted to shout, but Trump, stop the steal. QAnon, derp, don't do it. Don't be the Japanese soldier still clutching a bayonet to defend the forgotten atoll in 1960. Forget Trump. You need to clean your house first. And, and that stuff is persuasive, but it's a little longish, and I want to get to the review of everything we heard based on this hashtag, release the memo. In the case of both hashtag Schumer shutdown and hash, and especially hashtag release the memo, it's undeniable, thanks to the Twitter files email, that Twitter's executives were aghast at the Russian bot story and struggled to convince both media and members of Congress not to repeat assertions of Russian influence in public. Russia! Yet three influential Democrats, Senators Dianne Feinstein and Richard Blumenthal and the House's tireless, still yapping Russiagate mascot Adam Schiff were determined to go there. Twitter execs scrambled anyway to try to stop each. After a lot of pleading, one staffer for DiFi finally agreed it would be helpful to know how their main source, Hamilton 86, uh, which was, etc., came to decide an account as a Russian influencer. It apparently didn't occur to the DiFi staffer, or Diane Feinstein herself, to ask this critical question of how is this web person, this website identifying Russians? before the senator published an open letter with Schiff, citing it as proof of Russian dishonesty. Absolutely blind, in other words, they declared hashtag release the memo to be Russian propaganda, saying it benefited from the, quote, assistance of social media accounts linked to Russian influence operations. And he goes into great detail and cites several more people and dozens of articles. MSNBC, NBC, ABC, Associated Press, PBS, Washington Post, New York Times, Slate, Voice of America, CBC, Salon, uh, Bloomberg, Rolling Stone, and countless others citing this one website suggesting that the hashtag release the memo and the Schumer shutdown stuff were Russian bots. At Twitter, they were saying internally and telling these people there's no evidence of that. None. The included pieces were Nunes' memo is slide toward abuse of power. Every word of the Nunes memo was true. Highly debated Nunes memo on alleged FISA abuses furthers conspiracy theories. Every word of it was true. The Nunes memo proves one thing, and it's the opposite of what it wants to prove. It proved exactly what it wanted to be. Yeah, I remember when this story was big and I was watching MSNBC about it.
Nunes memo reveals congressman's penchant for conspiracy theories. Nail in the coffin for the Nunes memo, etc., etc., etc. A typical editorial take on the Nunes memo back then sounded like Eugene Robinson's at the Washington Post. Quote, it's simply not possible on any level to take seriously the histrionics from Trump and his true believer allies over the Nunes memo, except as evidence of how far the GOP has plunged into cynicism and madness. Again, the madness of the Nunes memo was verified as true just under two years later with the release of the Justice Department Inspector General Michael Horowitz's report. Yeah, I, I, geez, I'm surprised there aren't more uh, serious journalists who are willing to say, yeah, we were wrong about that. And this is important because someday it's going to come back on our side, you know, this sort of thing. We need to make sure we don't make these mistakes in the future. But that's, I wonder that's if not they what's just, happening. I wonder if they just think their sins were so terrible they're better off sweeping them under the rug. There's just too much to reckon with. It's too. I mean, it shows how completely riddled with dishonesty they are. And the fact that Matt Taibbi, who had pretty good, um, has pretty good credentials and had pretty good credentials with the left up until now, is not making a dent. I mean, nobody's, nobody's, in New York Times, I mean, no, nobody's having him on talk about this sort of stuff. No shows right. are having right. him on to talk about this other than Tucker um, on Fox. You know, if, if, if Fox was breaking this story, okay, I'm not surprised they're ignoring it. They shouldn't, but they are. But the fact that one of your leading liberal voices is saying, hey, we need to recognize this is, this was all crap. Twitter knew it was crap. Schiff should have known it was crap if he didn't. Um, and he probably did. Uh, it's it's troubling, man. It is really troubling. Well, and Matt Taibbi is dryly hilarious when he's talking about how, uh, as of whenever he started writing about this sort of thing, like in 2019, all of a sudden he was a right-wing journalist yeah. and how hilarious that he is. He hates Trump. I mean, you can't hardly find anybody who hates Trump as much Matt Taibbi does. Yeah. He's not yeah. trying to booster Trump. But he's honest. You know, back to the whole, uh, what he's saying, that we really need a truth and reconciliation, uh, you know, movement to get beyond this incredible, you know, period of our nation's so-called legacy media. I just, getting back to my previous thought, I just, if you, I'm picturing, you know, some sort of, you know, prison counseling meeting or something. I lost my temper as a young man and I killed a guy. In a, in a controversy, a bar fight or something like that, I can bear my soul and talk about what a terrible mistake it was and, and what I've learned and how I'm moving beyond it and the rest of it. And I'll bet I could find some forgiveness or some, some redemption there. But if I killed, you know, 11 people one at a time, yeah. I mean, the, the, the behavior of all of those publications and Nunes and Feinstein and their staffers and the rest of it, it was long-term, repeated, deliberate activity of that sort. I don't think, I think they don't think there's any redemption. They went too far. They did too much. I think they think it was justifiable because Trump was so bad and we won't do it again. We'll have the balls to admit that then. Yeah, I mean, if you're so convinced of your own rightness that you're willing to do what you did, including what we've been talking about, if the times were so dire that you were justified in doing all that, then say so. Cowards. Mandalorian season three got a 
teaser out. I'm excited about that. I know my when's kids. Are. When's Yoda going to grow up, huh? My first experience with the full self-driving capabilities of a Tesla, I tried on the way to work today and other things on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Being a Mandalorian is not just learning about how to fight. You also have to know how to navigate the galaxy. That way, you'll never be lost. Yes! Yes. The voice of the Mandalorian, who those of us who watched it, we love. And they'll be back. And beating people to death and shooting them and all that sort of stuff. It's a Clint Eastwood movie in, in Star Trek gear is what it is. More or less. Um, With a talking lizard piglet thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, uh, I did the first full driving, full self-driving experience with the Tesla today. So, I got the software update. became available to me anyway over the weekend. I filled out all the paperwork. I signed all the agreements. And uh, so I thought I'd try it this morning. So I got in the garage. I typed in the address of the radio station. I backed it out of the garage because I wasn't sure if it'd do that on its own. Um, but then I just pressed go and it drove me to work. Um, it, it took longer than it takes me because it was it was more uh, obedient of the speed limits than I am. Sure, um, we're through here. <laughs> uh, 
stayed in the right lane a lot at 65, you know, and if you're on a freeway Oof. in California, speed limit 65, ain't nobody driving 65. Everybody's driving 80. But I just, I hung with it just to see what it would do. Um, just putted along like a, like a really old person or a high school kid just learning to drive. Did a couple of lane changes that scared the bejesus out of me. But so oh so pretty pretty damn pretty damn impressive though. I mean, it's pretty pretty amazing that it can do that. Yesterday, the first corner I took, I was out on the county road. I'm going straight. It's going to take the first corner. I thought, okay, what's this going to be like? It was like we're getting closer to the corner. Is it going to make the corner? Is it going to slow down? And all of a sudden, it hits the brakes way too hard, just like you're oh. riding with your high school kid. It's only way too cut. And then it does the full right angle turn, like they teach you to do, but nobody does. Oh, you know, most yeah. of us kind of cut the corner. It like goes clear up to the middle, then hard right, right angle, and then it hit the gas just as soon as it had made the corner. Just and I'm in gravel and it's spinning gravel. I mean, it was way scarier than I ever do. Wow. Um, but it's still pretty <laughs> impressive. It's got a long way to go. So they ask you to allow the data to be sent back to Tesla. And what they're going to do is they're going to compile all this data and build their algorithm. And I'll bet it, Im- I'll bet it improves fast, like really fast, as they mm, get more and yeah. more data uh, pumped into it. It'll happen. I'm sure in my lifetime, the cars will be great at self-driving. And I also am sure at some point the government's going to make us drive self-driving cars. But we're a ways away. We ain't there yet. Yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd want there to be a setting where it adapts for safety reasons. That's my argument. It's not that I'm impatient and in a hurry, but for safety reasons, it would have an algorithm assessing the average speed of traffic on that road. Right. And it would have you in the mainstream of traffic, not slower than 100% of the cars on the road because that's the posted speed limit. Yeah, so the, I didn't even know my car had a camera facing me, but there's a camera above the mirror facing, look, looking at my face, and it can tell if I look away. And so now it gives me the, like, hey, pay attention if I ever look away. So you wow. have to look away and have your hands ready to go, which defeats the point of self-driving cars. I mean, if I have to pay as much attention, I might as well drive. I don't see what I'm getting out of it. The terror of a machine holding your life in its mechanical hands. That's what you're getting. Awesome. If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. 
Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The more important imperative here is for the public to understand exactly what is happening inside government, inside the, uh, the administration, and we never find that out. And so that is part of the problem we have in terms of our politics today is the American public remains in the dark. Uh, misinf- misinformation is spread on all sides. Who that? That's Ron Johnson of Wisconsin, Republican senator, saying there's misinformation on all sides. Well, that's a good thing for a politician to say. Hey, our side, your side, let's come together. Let's talk about this. Well, annoying partisan weasel Chuck Todd was having none of it. Caesar haircutted. <laughs> and they got into it, the two of them. You probably missed this because you have better things to do on your Sunday than watch Meet the Freaking Press. <laughs> anyway. Here's uh, here's the comedy duo of Todd and Johnson again, clip 24, Michael. Senator, do you have a crime that you think Hunter Biden committed? Because I've yet to see anybody explain it is not a crime to make money off your last name. So, Chuck, you ought to read the Marco Polo report uh, where they detail all kinds of potential crimes. You know, Senator Grassley, oh, I certainly well, let me just stop you there. Potential. This is about $30,000. I mean, it, Chuck, 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 is it a crime to be uh, soliciting and purchasing uh, prostitution in potentially European sex trafficking operations? Is that a crime? Because Chuck Grass and I laid out about $30,000 uh, paid by Hunter Biden to uh, those types of, of individuals over uh, December 2018, 2019, about $30,000. This is about the same time that President Biden uh, offered to pay about $100,000 of Hunter Biden's bills. I mean, again, that's that's just some information. I, I don't know exactly what I don't get. All right, Senator. It doesn't, it doesn't really look on it, it sounds sleazy as you know I'll what. take I'll, I'll take it your word that you're ethically bothered by Hunter Biden. I'm curious though, you seem are, to have are, a pattern. Are you not? I, I are seem you to have not? a pattern. I'm a journalist. I have are, to deal you, in are facts. You not, are you not, I deal in facts. You, so Jonathan Turley, a law professor at George Washington University, did not like this interview. And he provided his own answer to Chuck Todd's question in a lengthy Twitter thread Sunday, while also pointing out an apparent double standard. While Todd just heaps insults upon those who have called for investigations, he previously gave entirely non-confrontational and supportive interviews for investigating the possible compromising of Trump or his family through foreign deals. There are, of course, a host of crimes, including some which may be charged. However, on the influence peddling scandal, there are foreign transfers, gifts, and other matters that could prove criminal, Turley wrote. The point is not that there are proven crimes, but the need to have a special counsel to look into those offenses, including some that involve emails referencing the president. Again, they, he was he was fine going with those possibilities with the Trump family. 
Oh, yeah, enthusiastic. Before they were proven, which they haven't well, been proven and, yet. And I'm glad Turley addressed one of my least favorite parts of that, in which Ron Johnson said, well, potential crimes, blah, blah, blah. And Chuck Todd threw that back in his face. Potential? That's innuendo. Wait a minute, wait a minute. No, that's being responsible. Admitting nothing's been proved. Nothing. There are no convictions thus far. That's not bad. That's good. That was a weird angle, given the fact that the first half of Meet the Press was all about Biden's documents. Well, that's all potential, too. I mean, you're you're discussing a potential crime. Yeah, God, Chuck Todd's annoying. And if you thought that was annoying, wait till you hear this. You know, part of the problem, and and this is pretty obvious to anybody watching this, is you don't invite me on to interview me. You invite me on to argue with me. You know, I'm just trying to lay out the facts that certainly Senator Grassley and I uncovered. They were suppressed. They were censored. They interfered in the 2020 election. Conservatives understand that. Unfortunately, liberals in the media don't. And that's part of the things that uh, part part of the reasons our politics are inflamed is we do not have an unbiased uh, media. We don't. It's unfortunate. I'm all for a free press. Well, it needs Senator, to be more unbiased. Senator, There's look, misinformation is, look, on both partisan, sides, but the Senator, censorship and Senator, suppression look, we're trying to do primarily issues occurs here, from fact, the left. Partisan cable, look, you can go back on your partisan cable cocoon and talk about media bias all you want. I understand it's part of your identity. I don't watch the news. Yeah, I thought there was more to that than that, but that's okay. Jonathan Turley also bristled at Todd's needling Johnson about returning to his cable cocoon pointing out that the NBC host acted differently when it came to allegations about former President Donald Trump. To make his case, he pointed to the 2018 interview with Adam Schiff when Todd failed to push back on allegations against Trump. Todd interviewed former House Intelligence Committee Chair Adam Schiff on Trump foreign deals and bank loans. Schiff declared without contradiction by Todd that if Trump's business dealings are a form of compromise, it needs to be exposed, Turley said. In all the times that Schiff said, we have the evidence there will be, you know, indictments or charges. No right. pushback. And, uh, no, no, this is all uh, speculation or possible or whatever. And as Matt Taibbi uh, made clear, as we were discussing earlier uh, in the hour, that a lot of the stuff uh, Schiff and Feinstein and others were claiming was known to be false at the time. Even the least inquiry into it would have shown that it didn't hold water. But again, it, uh, one of the values of partisanship is that one side holds the other side uh, accountable, and vice versa. Calls them on their BS, sometimes goes too far, sometimes is dishonest, but, you know, you've always got, it's like, uh, you know, in, in, in golf, your opponents are right there next to you. If they do something funky, you're going to call them on it. And in, in politics, that's what the other party does. But Chuck Todd, his sin is claiming to be, we're objective we deal in facts no you're not you're a you're a leftist you're a democratic operative that's for which you get to be i just don't like the masquerading as somehow neutral i am proudly conservative i'm i am promoting i'm uh, uh, attempting to argue the conservative point of view on this show now when there's fault to be admitted on the right we'd like to think we admit it pretty freely but yeah, Chuck Todd is some sort of arbiter of truth and and, and justice is hilarious. Uh, several textures about me uh, letting my car drive me to work today, the full self-driving car, which is probably going to be the future for all of us. Jack, face it, you're a crash dummy, a test crash dummy. Yeah, that's probably what I am, more or less. So I think, you know what is going to work? San Francisco's got those... 
cabs that drive around town, thousands and thousands and thousands of them, what's going to work best is they are mapping the streets as they drive around. So you'll have the software inside the car. You know, it'll know every street, every corner, every crosswalk. It'll have all that as opposed to figuring it out on the fly like the human brain can do. It already mm-hmm. knows all the streets. Doesn't that seem like it would make more sense? Like you have a self-driving car and you get the software map for your city. Sure. And download it as opposed to the cameras trying to figure out everything as you go along. Oh, yeah. I kind of assumed that that was what was happening. No, no, no. That's definitely. Well, it's got a, it's got a map, but it doesn't like the map doesn't include, oh, there's a crosswalk or there's a dip in the road or all those different kind of things. Hmm. Yeah, okay, now I understand the distinction. Uh, like my car, I was doing the self-driving thing last night, and it scraped the, whatever you call it. It's a sports car, and it's really low. What do you call it? The, the plastic stuff on the front? That mm. if you go over a curb, it scrapes the ground. Um, low plastic stuff. <laughs> anyway, I would have taken it slow and turned at an angle so you don't scrape your car. If you drive a low sports car, you know you got to do that. It just went straight down. It. Oh, boy. Thank you, oh boy. car damaging yourself, weirdly odd. You just damaged yourself. Do you have to pay for that, or do I? I think I have to pay for that. That's weird. You did it. Why don't you pay for it? So, <laughs> yeah, good point. Uh, so the whole map versus, uh, you know, sensors thing. My The only problem with that, and I'm sure they could deal with this, too, is uh, we've all had a navigation system that's out of date. Yeah. It missed the fact that they just put a road between those two apartment complexes or whatever, or, or, or that just, road is closed. They just put whatever. a brick wall at that crosswalk. Dope. You should know that. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, someday. I'd, uh, I hope to experience it. I don't. I don't want it to happen. I'd do anything to stop this from happening. I, gu- I guarantee you where we're headed is the government is going to not let us drive. That is where we're headed. They're not going to allow you to drive on your own. You have to, under the guise of safety, we'll save this many thousand lives per year. So you're no longer allowed to drive. That's where we're screaming toward. I don't know how long it's going to take. Um, I was kind of happy to see that it's not it's not close yet. It's going to be a while. Yeah, how about this? And, of how- course, because, because the car is driving you, it's really tracking everywhere you go. I mean, not only are we carrying our phone in our pocket anyway, but I mean, it's really tracking everywhere you go. How about this? There's some sort of rating system, depending on number of wrecks and volume and and whatever else. And there are certain streets that are self-driving. Certain streets, you become essentially a a train car that can join and, and, and leave the train as it needs to. Your busy streets where you constantly got morons causing accidents, they get jammed up and stuff like that. I got The computers will keep us flowing I, in a more regular fashion. I would Jack. be fine with urban areas deciding, okay, once you get inside the city limits here, you have to flip on the self-driving. Everybody's on self-driving in a big urban environment, so we don't end up with any traffic problems or anything. I think that could work great. But, man, mm. out on the open road... Plus, if we're never, if we don't ever get to the point that I can not pay attention, that's the only trade-off to me. Okay, if I can sit there and take a nap or scroll through my phone or drink or whatever, that's a trade-off I might be willing to make to lose the freedom to drive. But if I have to pay every bit as much attention and I'm not allowed to drive, screw that. No, no. I, you know, I think everybody who's not used to cruise control, who uses it, knows that feeling of not being in control and maybe having to leap to stop the car or, you know, whatever, as opposed to just 
I got my my foot on the gas. It's fine there. I'm not going to have to leap and react to anything. I'm I'm engaged. Right. So, yeah, I don't I don't know. The time will come cuz all that information is being stored somewhere of where you go all the time if you have a self-driving car, and mm-hmm. the time will come where they deem you know, some political party you're a member of as dangerous to America, and they need to know who's been attending these meetings, and they'll Guaranteed. be able to figure all that out from your car data. Yeah, there's a 100% likelihood of that, given all of human history. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm concerned about. It's hard to imagine it, that the day of you could get in your car and just like go for a drive and disappear and nobody knows where you are, which I love that feeling, will, might be gone soon. You just can't do it. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. Can't do it here. That's when you move to uh, Paraguay or Uruguay. I can never remember which. Don't get it wrong. Or Ecuador or the Yukon or whatever. Yeah. All right. Go live as free as a moose. No, that'd be their that'd be their slogan. Free as a moose in the Yukon. They'd start running commercials on American TV. Free as a moose? I'm not sure. Free like as the- a moose. <laughs> It'll grow on you. (laughs) Give it time. We will finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. But congratulations today, the honorees... uh, 
including your wife, uh, who I understand, uh, is it birthday today? Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. When somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alan. Happy birthday to you. Have we come up with the well? Have we come up with the actual name that he didn't know? Uh, no. What is her name? Vlada. It's, it's not Vlada. So. Vlada. Happy birthday, dear Vlada. <laughs> MLK. Three wife. And Andrea. Well, he didn't say Andrea. Andrea. Rosa. Happy birthday, dear On Andrea. Brallin. I'm reading from the Wall Street Journal, the hard reality of a debt ceiling showdown. We have mocked the debt ceiling showdowns for years now because they've always been phony. This one is not going to be phony, I don't think. Kevin McCarthy is saying he has promised his members. This is how he ended up being speaker to a certain extent. He promised a handful of them that he won't move to raise the limit without spending concessions from Biden. Biden has said he absolutely will not negotiate it all on the debt limit. So you got two leaders saying they ain't budging. We reached the limit on Thursday of this week. The uh, Treasury is going to do some accounting tricks to be able to to pay our various bills into the early spring, but it's not going to be very long before this has to be dealt with. Uh, The Wall Street Journal makes the point that the last time the Republicans were able to pull anything off was the, remember the sequestration thingy? Mm -hmm. That was merely a cut in the increase for the year. People howled like it was the end of the world, and politically, it did not work for the Republicans. Right. So uh, I don't know. I don't know what the options are for the Republicans. But but if McCarthy can't, you know, get anything out of Biden, he's not going to have the votes to pass the debt ceiling. I mean, whether he thinks it's a bad idea or a good idea, he's just not going to have the votes. Wow! Wow! And then the left will have a legit criticism because this is money Congress has already spent, already, already spent. voted yep. to spend. Yeah. Now nobody ever on the righteous left left asks, "How much are we going to spend? How much are we going to drive this country into debt? How much debt are we going to settle our uh, or saddle our kids and grandkids with?" Nobody ever asks that question. It's all about the momentary win within the Beltway. Yeah, the Wall Street Journal has a decent idea of right legislation that commits all the tax money to paying our bills and the military stuff so you don't get hit on that like you did on sequestration. I have trouble saying that word. Um, And then, so then you're going to have to do, but that's it. Those get paid. It's like you have to pay your credit card bill, food for the kids, rent. Mm -hmm. But everything else, you're going to have to find places to cut. The Wall Street Journal is concerned though that it will be portrayed in the media they'll portray all these various programs are getting cut and how mean it is right of course we gotta cut something for crying out freaking loud hey folks it says it's time for for uh, final thoughts with uh jack armstrong joe getty hopefully afterward me we can uh, go out and uh slap five and uh get some ice cream just just have a good old time Ugh, the POTUS. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Michelangelo, our technical director, will lead us off. Michael? 
You know, the idea of self-driving really does make me sad. People like to go out and modify their cars and make them faster yep. and grew up with car magazines. And the idea that they just become functional and boring right. is just sad. Yes. Yes, I agree. Shut up and get in line, man bot. Uh, Jack, a final thought for us? Back to the debt ceiling. So our debt was about 40% of our GDP in 2008. Then it was 77% in 2018. Our debt is now 100% of our GDP. A number I've been warned about my whole life. Well, you can't do that. I mean, if you ever did that, it'd be disaster. That's where we are. Wow. Beautiful. My final thought is I hope you have a good day at work. Even if you don't, it won't be as bad as Dallas's kicker who missed four extra points in a row. Three was the all-time record. Well, he went one better, folks. He'd missed three out of 53 the entire season. He got the yips last night. He got in his own way, got in his own head. (laughs) When that third one didn't go through, he had to think, I'm out of the league. I'm not going to get to do this anymore, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go work for my dad's Dodge dealer or my uncle's insurance agency or... I'm going to coach at my the high school I went to. Still love the game. Maybe I can help young kickers. I just don't have what it takes. <laughs> oh, that, that's rough. <laughs> coach, here's my uniform. Here's my helmet. Thanks for the chance. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. You'll find the hot links there. All sorts of articles we talked about, some we didn't get to, uh, videos, etc. Drop us a note. Email mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Pick up some A&G swag while they're there, a nice hoodie or something like that. Did he miss four in a row? Four in a row. It was sad. See you tomorrow. God bless America. Happy birthday to you. I'm strong and getty. When it's over, it is over. It is over. I said bye. Adios, mofo. Happy birthday to you. Are you sure of that, dude? Well, yep. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> let me say Let me say one thing. Happy birthday, dear Alan. And on that possibly nightmare-inducing note. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, 
May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.